Welcome to the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. This is the place where you'll learn cutting-edge personal brand strategies from today's most recognizable influencers. We're going to teach you how to build a rock-solid reputation and then how to turn that reputation into revenue. I'm your lead host, Rory Vaden, co-founder of Brand Builders Group, Hall of Fame speaker, and New York Times bestselling author of Take the Stairs. Hi, it's AJ Vaden, and thanks for listening to the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. Did you know that the ideas we share on the show are things we actually specialize in helping you implement? If you want to raise your public profile and turn your reputation into revenue, please visit freecall.brandbuildersgroup.com to sign up for a free brand strategy call with one of our personal brand strategists. Again, that's freecall.brandbuildersgroup.com to sign up for your free call. Talk to you soon. Hey, friend. So glad to have you with us. We're talking about, this is a special edition, special episode here of the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. This was content that we were not planning on releasing, and we have a good friend who you're about to meet named Jack Siney. Now, Jack is the nation's leading expert on selling to the government, completing over $1.5 billion in government sales. And he is the co-founder of a company called GovSpend, which maintains the only database of purchase order records for federal, state, and local agencies. The reason this matters right now is because obviously the economy has been spiraling in a variety of different ways. And the government is one of the only groups that will be spending more money than they would in normal times. So Jack has been featured in Entrepreneur, MSNBC, Forbes. He has multiple degrees, including an MBA from UCLA and a master's in legislative affairs from George Washington University. He's got 25 years experience working in the public sector. He is also one of our Brand Builders Group clients. And so that's why we knew about him and we were having some conversations And, you know, we've been looking for creative ideas and creative ways for you to be building and growing your business and your personal brand in the economy that we are facing right now. And so that is why Jack is here. So Jack, welcome to the show. Hey, great. Thank you so much for having me. I would, I would tell your audience that long intro is not worthy, but brand builders help build it. So, uh, <laughs> so they helped uh, bring all those, my 50 years of life crunched into those sentences. So thanks for the intro. Yeah. And I would just say to everyone who's listening, I was on a unexpected and random call with Jack last week and was definitely not planning on this to even pop up. And as I was reading through all the stuff that is happening with his company and all the people that they're able to help, I was like, we have to have you on our podcast and we need to release it ASAP. Hence you being here today. And I told Rory, I was like, Mm -hmm. this is timely. It's urgent. It's got to happen. And when mama says, this is how it's going down, this is how it's going down. So I'm the same way. So tell us, Jack, like, what is going on? What does government sales mean? What does GovSpend do, like your company? But like, why is this all matter? Just like, give us the context. Because I think for most entrepreneurs, like at least the ones that we know, and we hang out with a bunch, the idea of selling to the government. It's not existing. It's like not even Right. We've already lost half your audience already. (laughs) (laughs) So walk us through like high level. What does that mean? 
So I would tell if anybody you're just listening, don't hang up or don't click off or whatever it is. So hopefully we'll simplify it. So obviously we've all heard the stereotypes of selling to the government. It can be long and complex and challenging and red tape. And it's, you know, historically it can be challenging to go win some of that government business. So about 10 years ago, we took on this challenge of, hey, how can we make that process simpler for companies that are trying to sell to the government? If your audience does not know, the government combined, there's 90,000 government agencies. They spend over $7 trillion a year. They're by far the largest prospect in the entire world. It's a ton of money. And in the current events, we've all seen that the government just actually approved another $2 trillion in government spending. So there is a ton of money in the system. And one of the things why it's so important from our conversation the other day with AJ is that now, sometimes when the US market slows, then folks go internationally. Well, now with the pandemic, there really is very few opportunities internationally. And really the main opportunity for most companies over the next two quarters is going to be selling to the government. And so that's really been our messaging over the last week or two. It's our business has exploded as folks realize this can be the saving grace for probably most middle to small businesses across the country, across the world. And so who, who can sell to the government like that? It's such a f- nameless, faceless, massive right. entity. Yeah, sure, sure. And plus, it's like per our conversation, there's over 90,000 government agencies that you can yeah. sell to. Like, what are these? And how do you yeah. know as an sure. entrepreneur, a small business owner? Like, yep. does my stuff apply to them? Like, yeah, first off, the government buys everything, literally everything. So if you make it, the government buys it. And so I would just encourage folks, even now, folks here, we hear a lot about this medical stuff, but the government's also buying a ton of non-medical stuff to support all of this infrastructure that's needed for the COVID-19 effort. There's a ton of non-medical stuff being purchased, okay? So the second part is folks are like, hey, how can I go sell to the government? How, do I, how can I win some of this business? Well, one stat we always give to folks is, of government spending does not go through the bid and RFP process. 80%. So of that $7 trillion and this $2 trillion they're going to put out, 80% of it doesn't go through the bid and RFP process. So there's about 10 ways that the government will buy that expedites the entire process. So here's one. So there's a platform called GovQuote, where literally government agencies will go out, they'll put things they need on GovQuote to release an RFQ. They will literally award business in just a day or two once they get a sufficient number of quotes. So that's happening real time right now. So agencies go to GovQuote, they'll say, hey, we need N95 masks. We need laptop computers because we're going to e-learning. We need hotspots for some of the stuff we're doing. We need infrastructure for these test stations. Literally, once they get three, four, or five quotes, they will award that contract in sometimes just a couple hours. It is amazing. We have folks, government agencies will list that RFQ in the morning and then award it later the day or the next day. So the one thing that everybody on this podcast can do, you can go to govquote.us, register your company. You'll see the RFQs that are coming out. It's free. It takes 15 minutes and you can see a flow of government contracts that are happening right now live. It's amazing how quickly it's happening. Is this services too? Does that include like educational, educational services and training and on all different skills? The government buys everything from a commodity, a phone to a laptop to services, construction, engineering, you name it. Like in New York, you know, they've built all of these now off-site hospitals. They need engineers to lay out the room, engineering, hey, what's all the facilities? It has to be safe for all the patients. So there is an array, an array, array of services and products being purchased right now. My pitch used to be, hey, government sales used to take six to nine months, and now it's down to weeks or days. So our company's been talking about, hey, you can win a government contract in weeks and days. We've been saying that for a long time. And in the last three weeks, I'll just say we've now gone to hours. We're literally like, you can win a government contract in just a few hours. It can mm-hmm. literally save your business in just a few hours. We had a, 
I told one story to AJ the other day. We had a Midwest public university had an RFQ out for 174 laptops they needed because their student body went off campus, right? Like all of the schools. They released that on Thursday morning. They awarded it on Friday morning. So in 48 work hours, 48 business hours, they awarded a $150,000 contract that fast on the GovQuote site. So it's, wow. it is happening super fast. It's amazing because everyone's in this hyperspeed trying to accommodate the virus. And now tell fun. us, do they need personal brands? That's what we need to know. They do yeah. government agents. Wait, Well, listen, you know what's really interesting is that I think this time everyone looks back, you know, we were talking about just before we, we kicked this off that having a personal brand and having folks that are aware of you in this digital only age is can be is so important. The government does everything. Like there's no doubt Government agencies that have a higher social media following and have spent some time building followers are no doubt more prepared for this crisis because they can outreach their community, their constituents much faster than someone trying to put that together. If you've been doing this kind of digital thing and communicating with your community virtually, this is a much easier process than if you're trying to start that thing from scratch. So there's no doubt, even for the services that Brand Builders offers, there's definitely a need for communities to outreach and inform their constituents. That's a real, real thing. Interesting. Totally. Yeah, so that's was really fascinating. So a ton of our audience are people who are consultants, trainers, right. coaches, speakers. What would you recommend to them to do to access <laughs> some of this, this opportunity? Yeah. What would be the easiest, fastest thing to do? Yeah, so I think, again, for everybody, I would just go to govquote.us, register your company, just because it's free and it's simple. It takes 15 minutes. It's there. It's an autopilot. Then have you. Then I think your, the organization, whatever organization the person has, figuring out, hey, where potentially is the best fit for me? Not everything is for everybody, right? Am I, I would just encourage folks to always start, if you've never done anything with the government, start state and local, start local. When you go to the federal, it gets very complicated. There are bigger contracts at the federal level, no doubt. But if you've never done any government business, the easiest business is closer to you, just like a regular mom and pop is. It's easier to reach out communicate, have great affinity towards your local agencies because you can talk the talk of your area, your state. So I would encourage folks, hey, where would I potentially best fit well, my services, what I offer? I'd encourage you to start state and local. And then once they do, there's really, we'd say there's two options. If you've never sold to the government, like you want to learn some of that, right? Because like all things, having the intricacies of it could be important. So there's some of that. At, there's govsalesuniversity.com. You can go on and learn how to sell to the government. So it's just like all these online classes, a chance for folks to go. What are some of the nuances of selling to the government? And that's GovSalesUniversity. GovSalesUniversity.com. So anybody can go on there. It's an online, on-demand set of classes. They can learn how to sell the government. It's a couple hundred bucks. There's some free ones on there now. So it's it's just a chance for you to get your feet wet on how does it really work, right? Okay, that's awesome. And then then once you do, the selling to the government part is really like selling to an enterprise. It's like, hey, who do I contact? And how can I reach out and send them my value proposition? Because again, everything that private industry goes through, the government goes through. So for the consultants and the folks that are in development and training, there is no doubt that this crisis is going to create an array of needs for staffing, infrastructure. How do I use these online platforms? How do we connect with our community? All the things probably that most high-tech executives, and I assume most of the folks you're dealing with, take for granted. I'll just tell you the folks in the government, some of them are like, how do I do a Zoom meeting? How do they all connect? How do I get it on? How do I, the, the stuff we had right before this call, how do I get infrastructurally and how do I get all my stuff set up? How do I reach out? All of those things. So maybe it's not in the wheelhouse of what you've historically done, yeah. but looking at the community and saying, hey, how do I help my government agency interact with the community? If everybody's at home 
for the next 90 days, there's going to be new ways to reach the community, inform them. When are we back to work? Where are we going? How's my website? How can I communicate? How can I creatively? If you watch Governor Cuomo, he's done an amazing job, right? He's turned his press briefing, kind of, if you've seen any of them, kind of into this kind of almost inspirational message every day, right? Mm -hmm. he, he mixes in the update, but also sends a message of, hey, here's what's happening in the community. Here's how you can stay calm. He talks about his communication with his daughter and all those things. It's been really amazing to watch. And so I would say that all the folks that are in the Brand Builders Network, there's a chance for you to take your skill set, probably most of the things you take for granted and offer them to your state and local agency to help them deal with the communication struggles and the, all the connections they're going to need to make over the next 60, 90, 60, you know, 180 days. So that Grace, would be my encouragement. You said something there that I think is really, really important and I want to draw people's attention to. It may not be what you've always done, but it's a skill set that you already possess. Definitely. How are you utilizing that in these unique times? And, you know, I was just, I was dying laughing inside because, you know, there's that viral video going on of poor Jessica, who was on the Zoom meeting, who didn't realize that they could see her going to the restroom. Mm -hmm. Poor yeah. Jessica. But to that point, it's like even using Brand Builders as an example that, you know, we don't offer online training skill sets as a service of ours, yeah. but we know exactly how to set up all of the online infrastructure, what oh, you yeah. need and what you need to do to be a good host. How do you have good sound quality? How do you make sure everyone knows what they're doing? How do you host and interact an online meeting or an online training? Those are service skill sets that we don't currently offer but those are also skill sets that we already possess ah, yeah. that we could be offering to innovate and create during this interesting time. Yeah, this is just a whole opportunity. If you are struggling, like if you're in, what else? where can you go? And you want to follow the money, right? Like there's always people spending money. It's just where are the people when? spending money? Yeah. I've seen you guys like move some of you. You've had a lot of on-site move it online, but I'd encourage you in the sales world. I would just say this. I'm very biased. I think we're all indebted now with, Hey, virtual this and virtual conference and have a tell you know, all these LinkedIn live. And I would just say most of it is very pithy. I think a lot of folks, this took them by shock. And so they're like, Oh, let me just get online and keep my face in front of people. And let me talk about feel felt found and Hey, be empathetic. And I think a lot of it is to me a little empty to be quite honest. And so if you can find a way to inject yourself into the process, with some facts and some data and some hardcore information to help people get through it. Huge, huge, huge opportunity. Like one, I was talking to one of my friends of mine who's is in ministry and you know, we hear so much about work from home, right? I've seen no training or feedback on the family dynamic of work from home. Mm -hmm. Hey, mm -hmm. get me set up for work from home. But now what happens to your family with your kids are home and how do you balance all your days and the meals and also trying to teach them and education. It's like, I haven't seen one thing yet where it's like, Hey, how do I now immerse work from home with my family and, you know, almost homeschooling? Like, so there are so many opportunities to like help people in this dynamic. And so I'd encourage, especially the brand builders group, or what are concrete, hard deliverables you can give folks? Because the world said, oh, I've got to go online. Let me do some pithy things. And so the more meaty, the more data, the more concrete it can be, I think the more viable folks will find it. And we've certainly found out at our company because we were blessed to have a, this huge data set. And it's been invaluable to companies here over the last several weeks. So, Jack, to clarify one thing. So, you know, you said go to govquote.us, yeah. right? Yeah. That's basically government agencies that are looking to spend money actively, right. potentially within <clears throat> hours where they right. need something done. Yes. So, those would be kind of low-hanging fruits. But then you're saying additionally and in parallel with that, you could just reach out to your local 
government agencies and try to just like you would reach out to any new customer and offer whatever, you know, market, whatever your services are. Is that what you were saying? There's like two different ways to kind of go about it. Yeah, the government buys in a variety of ways. So just for the, just kind of level set a little, the GovQuote thing is happening live. It's exploded because of COVID-19. The traditional way folks always hear about it is kind of this bid and RFP thing, like go out and get a bid and RFP. So government agencies will still put out bids and RFPs. And during this time, it's, it's somewhat hard to reach government people. So one of the things we're going to do is actually make all the COVID-19 type efforts. We're going to make them free online. We, we can talk about that again. So it'll be available to folks. The key to reaching out to the agencies is going to be the contacts. Like, hey, how do I reach people? How do I get a hold of them? So one of the additional things we're going to be doing is if you reach out to govspend.com, we actually, within our database, not only do we have all this historical spending and we have the bids and RFPs, we keep this whole set of contacts for folks to reach out to because we'll give you actually their name, title, phone number, and email. So it can, in the sales world, can be super beneficial because not everyone's on site. When they go to a state of emergency, it's only essential personnel is how they define it. So not everyone will be around. So it'll take a couple cycles, but I would encourage the listeners to start reaching out because we all know this in sales and marketing, they have to hear from you seven to nine times, right? And if you wait till this thing settles. So I have a lot of folks that work with schools and are like, well, the schools are gone. The schools are out. The schools are closed. Well, listen, it's a great time to start marketing to the schools, reaching out to the schools because you know, they'll start to get your stuff. They'll see your name. The first time you're right, they may be like, I don't want to hear it, but they're going to fire that thing back up. And when they do, if you're not one of the names they think about, if you haven't done some marketing and some selling and some branding for yourself, when they go to fire the schools back up, they're just going to go back to their old vendors, right? They're going to, I know, I know Bob, I know Susie, I know Mike, I'm going to go back to them. But if you can find some time now to start marketing to them and have them know your brand, know your logo, know your service, when it comes back, because it is going to come back, you're way down the road of your seven to nine times, right? Folks who have seen you, oh, hey, I saw that company. They were around here. They offered us some free services. They did this for us. Let's give them a try. So strongly encourage folks, even if the short-term deal flow does not work, start planting seeds in the government world that could pay off 10x, 20x down the road, because we all know the normal stats of sales and marketing. That applies to government agencies too. Letting them see your brand now in a time where it's much more quiet and they're not inundated operationally could be a huge, huge win later this year. And so just, and so just to be clear, Jack, so, so that's what GovSpend is. So your company, is, you're basically a Definitely. database and people pay for access to this database and they can say, you know, whatever, I need this zip code, like what agencies are close by to me. And then you're providing that most up-to-date information like of, of who they would reach out to. Yeah. So for your audience, just to clarify, so GovSpend, really what we do is 10 years ago, we started to go to agencies because you watch some of the government contracts and they don't make sense, right? You're like, why did they do that? That doesn't really make sense. We started to gather purchase orders from government agencies across the country, federal, state, and local. So we gather their purchase orders. We put in this online database. And in this database, it works like Google. You can put in any product and you can see every government agency that's buying that product, who they bought it from, and what they paid. It almost feels like corporate espionage. It is, <laughs> it's very, very informative. It's 250 times bigger than Wikipedia. And so what happens with that database, like all things in life, if you just follow the money, then the transaction makes sense. So for instance, when a government agency pays 20% more for a product that you bid maybe as a company, you're like, why did they do that? We were low cost. What happened? Well, when you go into our database, you see they've worked with that company nine straight years. You're not unseating that company. That RFP was on the street. That bid was on the street as a formality, right? They love that company. But if you find out as a company, oh, I have a bid and RFP that's open and that agency has used a different vendor every other year, 
you have a much better shot at that deal, right? That's a deal you can actually win because they are looking for the best provider overall. But again, if you go look at a purchase of an agency and they've had the same vendor for nine or 10 years, the chance of you winning that business is so small. Mm-hmm. So that's what our database does. It allows you to really go in, find the product or service that you sell, find out the agencies that are buying it, and then you can then make a subset. These are our ideal target. This price point, this set of agencies work great for us. It's a huge, huge win. At that point, it's kind of like shooting fish in a barrel on the sales side. Yeah, I think too, though, it's just helping you have the necessary sales data to know where should I spend my time and invest my time versus where's my best chances of winning versus, hey, I'm, I'm putting in all of these proposals and there's no chance of me ever winning these because they use the same vendor for the last decade. This gives you the insight to know where are my best chances. Definitely. This database is amazing because we as sales reps, we have this thing like, we kind of like use our gut feel, you know, we'll see a Google post, we'll see a press release, and we kind of like follow our intuition. But I always say, especially if you're dealing with the government, imagine this, if you're a salesperson trying to target a government agency and you sell iOS, right? So you spend three or four months, you're trying to get into the city of Miami. You spend three or four months trying to get this meeting set up. You get it set up. You're so excited, your best suit, your best stuff. You walk in there and the first 10 minutes, you start talking about what you do and they go, oh, we're totally on the Windows platform. Literally that whole meeting, that months and months of effort is wasted at that point, because now that product is dead on arrival. They're not going to change their entire infrastructure for your product. So being able to look at the legacy purchases and know exactly which agencies are the best fit for you and what you're selling. What you guys mentioned earlier, not every agency wants to blow out their social media. They don't. They don't want to necessarily communicate that way. But I promise you, there are a bunch of agencies of the 90,000 that do. So you guys can go in and check, hey, what are all the agencies looking for additional social media connections? And using your firm, that would be a great fit versus trying to target all 90,000, which could be very challenging. Yeah. yeah well, and I, I think and for our clients, right, like Brand Builders Group, we've had a, fortunately for us, we've had a very, very strong, like we've got, I think we're sort of counter market what's going on right now because people are going, I need to make money online. Yeah, but I'm definitely. thinking about like somebody who teaches leadership who's sitting at home or a web designer or photographers or people, fitness instructors, fitness instructors. Yeah. Like home designers, all of them. It's all happening. Have you guys watched one of the shows on Fox at every intro and outro break? There's a photographer that's taken shots of empty New York city. I don't know if anyone's seen that. Mm-hmm. And that's how he goes into break and out of break every single break. It's amazing. So there are opportunities. It's creative. No one would have thought about there's a videographer that goes around New York city and he tapes what would be the subway, you know, enormously populated nine 11 Memorial areas. And he, puts a music background to it, and he shows how empty it is. And it's so compelling. It is super compelling, which again is an innovative way to take your skill set and apply it to what's needed today because folks mm-hmm. are in dire which need. Of that is the big, I think that's the, yeah, the, the, the big, big idea, idea here. What are you doing differently to innovate during this time period? And Definitely. government selling is one of those things, specifically right now. Where There's a pile of money they're, sitting Yeah, there. they're primed mm-hmm. to spend more money than ever over the next Definitely. two to four months. So how are you going to capture some of that market? Yeah, my, awesome. heart, my heart for all of your folks that are listening are please, 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 if you've, if you've kind of dismissed the government, thought it was annoying, their government buys very, very quickly. There's 10 ways they can buy. Now is the time. Don't wait till Q3 when your business is upside down and you're at the brink. Now is the time. The US government, the federal, state, and local is gonna be spending more money the next two quarters than anybody's ever spent ever. And so they are spending it quicker. It's more like private industry. You must, must, must take a run at it because a lot of other things are going to get locked up. And if you wait till it's a couple months, it could be too late for your business. So I can't encourage folks enough. Please, please, you don't have to come to GovSpend or do anything we're doing. Please go out, 
Look at the government marketplace. It's a ton of money. They need a ton of services, products, medical and non-medical, super critical for most companies in the United States for the next couple of quarters. Awesome. Yeah. And you, I just Jack. have uh, one last thing because I think so many of the people out there are inundated with media and news talking about how businesses are suffering. And the prediction is that tens of thousands of businesses are going to go out of business over the next six months. And there's so much talk around that. And at the same time, there are businesses that are succeeding. There are businesses that are winning. Oh, yeah. There are opportunities to be had. Business is being invented. Businesses are being invented. Very much so. And, uh, you know, I love this post I saw from uh, Lewis House. Yeah, Yeah, between 2008 and 2010, the see, there was Uber, Airbnb, Venmo. There was a whole list of other ones were were invented. But GovSpend is one of the companies right now that you're not just maintaining, you're tripling sales and revenues right now in this unique time period, I think it's important for people to get the counterbalance of, yeah, there's a lot of people hurting and struggling right now and a lot of businesses, but there is also an opportunity to innovate and change and win during this time period. So can you give us just a quick highlight of how GovSpin is winning right now as a counterbalance? And also give us just like, as we're wrapping up, Jack, we'll put a link to what you talked about, govquote.us, but then also where should people go if they want to connect with you? Sure. So I encourage folks to kind of stay in touch with what's happening in the government. If you go to my LinkedIn account, which is Jack Sine, S-I-N-E-Y, it's probably the best way to follow because we're, every day we're putting out government opportunities for free on my LinkedIn site. And that's who you'll get all the connections, probably the easiest way. And we've been really blessed, humbly, I'll just say during this time, you know, we've been in this market niche and it's kind of funny. Previously, when we've done PR and other things, we've kind of been on the back burner and folks don't want to talk about government procurement. They're like, hey, I don't know how to, I don't know how to weave this into some marketing cycle, some newspaper article. And in the last three weeks, it's been just the opposite. We have been inundated. It's been crazy. Folks have been reaching out all the time. Hey, how can I win government business? How do folks sell to the government? How do I find some of this $2 trillion, previously the $60 billion, all this money? How do we access it? How can we find it? So yeah, our business has exploded. Take that, you know, just grace of God. We're so thankful for that. And and so it's been amazing. So I encourage all your listeners, if you go to my LinkedIn, it's Jack Sine, S-I-N-E-Y. You'll find all the links and everything. We put out several things a day. We're having a LinkedIn Live coming up. We're going to have a couple different other free services we're going to be offering. So it's probably the easiest way to follow what we're doing. Awesome. Well, Jack, thanks so much for the energy and thank the insight you, you, and uh, the perspective. And then thanks for being one of our customers and being willing to contribute to the whole community yeah. here. It's very, very timely. God bless. Stay safe. Thank you all so much. Thanks so much. That's all we've got for this episode of the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. But here's some great news. One of the most valuable things you can do to help us and other new potential listeners to find our show is for you to both rate this show and leave a review. So as a special bonus for you, if you leave us a comment in iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen, take a screenshot of your review and email it to podcast at brandbuildersgroup.com. We will give you free lifetime access to 25 of our most popular interviews on video in your own private members-only area. So go right now, rate us, review us, and then send a screenshot of it into podcast at brandbuildersgroup.com. And we will get you set up with free lifetime access to our most popular video interviews all in one place. Also, please just share, share, share this podcast with anyone who you think might enjoy it. And until next time, remember that building a business isn't nearly as valuable as building a reputation.